Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome. Welcome to Sweet Talk, everyone. Uh, we are uh, excited to be here today with Virginia Jones from the Idaho Museum of Natural History. I got it right, did See? Mm-hmm. I'm getting better at this hosting thing. Uh, we are here at uh, Continuing Education Workforce Training. Uh, this is part of our ongoing effort to kind of just share with all the exciting things that go on in our community, not just here on the campus ISU, but uh, in Pocatello in general. And so, Virginia, I just introduce yourself to us this morning and um, let's just start having a conversation. Okay, um, I'm Virginia Jones. I am the education specialist at Idaho Museum of Natural History and I've just finished my second year there. Second year? Yeah. Well, I only I only have a little connection with you as I've been at Continuing Education now for eight months so ah. I don't even I'm still get lost on campus and people laugh at me because it's not a very big campus but if someone says hey you need to go to this place where is that place so uh, you're over that by now uh, no it's been two years and I still have to ask <laughs> still goes that way so education specialist at uh, the museum what does that entail well at that I'm in charge of the education programs and most of mine is is for the K through 12 education programs and preschool. I have a lot of preschool things that we've started. Um, and so uh, we do weekend events with our family fun days. Uh, we have summer camps. We have ongoing through the school year um, groups that meet. Last year we had bird club. We're thinking about a paleontology club this year. Um, we have uh, wait, 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 can I, can I, don't mean to interrupt. Well, yes, I do. Come I'm, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. So you said paleontology club, and I was thinking about that story earlier this summer about that that kid that found that, what was that, the triceratops skull. Did you guys oh, hear yeah, about this? I he did. was out yeah, on. So is that what this is? A, a pale, you guys going to send <laughs> yeah. some kids out into the desert, dig up bones or what? No, I think what we're going to try and do is have um, our people at the university, at, at, at the museum, right. who, some of our affiliate uh, coordinators and that, come in and, and talk about their particular um, fossils, and then we'd have the kids do a, a fun hands-on activity afterwards. Okay. Oh, all right. So, okay. so they get to look at, at different things. That, for instance, the buzzsaw sharks. Um, Those Leaf Tapadilla cool. might yeah, do right. one on that. And so we have so many people there that have really cool specialties and that they could share with the kids. And then we could, um, you know, just do a kid type activity afterwards that okay. is more hands on. So this so, would be for elementary schools. So it was the, you said the bird? Club? Yeah, last the year we pale- did Bird Club, okay. Paleontology Club, and we're also starting this year a Girls Who Code Club. 
Um, it's for <laughs> third through fifth grade girls. Okay. And they will be meeting on Wednesdays at four o'clock and for an hour. And we'll be bringing in people from around campus, mm -hmm. women who use coding. Mm -hmm. um, and we're also going to have some mentors from the middle school age girls coming in and, and help mentor them. So that's going to, wow. I'm pretty excited about that one. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I don't know how exciting coding can be, but I don't want to ruin it for anyone. You know, if coding's your thing, good for you. <laughs> but, you know, may not be. But so the, as an education specialist, you organize these different yeah. programs, right? And, and I also um, do the tours for the the grade the schools, schools and the mm -hmm. high schools and the middle schools that come to visit the museum. So right that's on. the other part of my job. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna step off your job for just a second. I know we wanted we're not getting off the museum, <laughs> but you said something to me just a little bit earlier. Uh, you are an Idaho native, Idaho girl. Yeah, I, I was born and raised in Idaho. I right went on. to Montana for about 11 years, and right. then I came back to Idaho. So I would say pretty much a native, yeah. Okay. In, <laughs> here in the Pocatello region? Um, I grew up in Twin Falls. Oh, right on. And then I, I taught in Idaho Falls for a long time. Oh, where'd you teach? And then I taught at Bonneville High School. Okay, yeah. And then I came to Pocatello after that. So okay. I've just been in Pocatello for three years. All right. But Idaho Falls is really close, so. Yeah, right. Well. <laughs> Same area. I live there. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Very closely tied. Very good. So, so you have the connection. You, I guess, the reason I'm saying that is, is I'm, I'm assuming as an education specialist, being a, a teacher. Um, what did you teach, by the way? I taught science. Of course, I, I was going to guess, but I did want to embarrass myself. Mostly Earth science, but I also taught astronomy and environmental science. So this kind of goes beyond just a job. For you, it's yeah. kind of your passion. Is it, it is. is it is it dare to say a passion? It really is. Really? I, yeah. And I, I love all sorts of things that have to do with natural science, but I also like coding, too. So. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take that back early. So, what I said. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, it has been a passion to to share that love of, of science with other people. Especially and younger so, people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right on. Started that way. So you're finishing up the summer. You've got these other clubs that are going on. What other things are, are you doing this uh, as we move into fall now, um, move into winter? Uh, okay. Well, we, we have once a month something we call Family Fun Day. Mm -hmm. And um, in September, we're going to be doing one with uh, in an association with family... Is it day? What's the name of that called? Family. That's all right. <laughs> ISU Family Weekend. Yes. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yes. ISU Family Weekend. And um, so that one we're going to gear toward all ages, and we are going to be making toys. And yeah. <laughs> so how to make your own toys. Okay. We'll do some polymer chemistry and make some bouncy balls. Oh, wow. And red, um, orange and black. Orange and balls. black, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Of course. And we're going to make some ping pong ball shooters and uh, some whirly gigs, the button spinners, and, you know, just just a lot of really simple toys that they can make and take with them. And that would be fun for anyone from five to 55. Well, <laughs> 65. We'll go 65. <laughs> Bouncy balls are always fun, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah, right. and, and so we, we really wanted to make some that would work for, you know, the incoming students and um, 
those ages too. Very good. And then we have Archaeology Day in October. Oh, that sounds fun. And um, the Anthropology Department helps us out with that. And uh, we then have in November Muggle Magic, which yes. is a big one. Yes. <laughs> you know Muggle Magic, do you? Yes. Harry Potter team thing. Really yeah. cool. Is it really cool? Yes. Uh, yes, we, we theme it around Harry Potter and we dress up and we make the entire museum look like it's out of a Harry Potter book. Right. And uh, then we have science activities, science and engineering type activities for the kids to do in there. So we're kind of mixing magic and science together, which is a logical mix. Well, well I was going to say, <laughs> technically, other than the sleight of hand, aren't they the... Really the same Science thing? Science is magical, for Yes, sure. right, right, <laughs> right, absolutely. So, okay, you, you struck on something, archaeology. No, is that what you said, archaeology yeah, day? Yeah, we're doing archaeology day. Oh, and that's where you go find yeah. old stuff. And we'll be doing it right in the no, museum. Wait, not old stuff? Is, you guys, is, that, is that a different term? It's pretty much old stuff. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I do archaeology day every Saturday with my wife when she drags me around to every thrift store in town. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call it, well, never mind what I call it. <laughs> so anyway, but no, that's yeah. fun. So how do you, how does that work? Um, well, the anthropology yeah. department, we have a lot of volunteers among the anthro students, and I don't know, they come in and they, they talk about hunting techniques, and they have a little hunting thing that they can do, and wow. how do we put the pots back together when oh, we yeah. find them all broken up, <laughs> and um, just various, oh, painting, doing like cave painting type mm -hmm. stuff. Right. So they have a lot of fun activities yeah. that they can do hands-on. Putting broken yeah. things back together, that sounds a lot like yeah. my anthropology day every Saturday <laughs> after we go to the so, so let's talk a little bit about museums. Um, I, I'm going to ask some really ignorant questions, and so if you don't make fun of me okay. half, after we're done, you know, send me an email say, that was a stupid question. But there's a lot out there that um, to um, compete against a museum. Mm. right yeah. for attention and i'm not just talking funding i'm talking you know there's a lot of things and so uh there is some definite benefit from doing exactly the thing you're talking about is going and not only but to see and to touch and and mm. to smell and to experience and is that a challenge that you guys face at your museum yeah and, and one of the things that we try to do to to make the museum more interesting. I mean, we, we have a shortage of space at our museum. Yes, yes. And so um, to get around that, we try to kind of specialize the, ex the experience for the person. So, you know, we, are, we do tours for any group that really wants to have a tour. Mm -hmm. And um, that makes it a little more personal. They can ask questions. They can, they don't have to read. They can listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, right. And so um, so that's one thing that we try and do. And, and also these activities help bring more people into the museum. Right. We had a great day um, last month when right at the end of Shark Week, we had a shark, um, shark day at the museum for our wow. family fun day. Yeah. And, you know, that helped get a lot of people into the museum. Sure it and it was it was fun. We dissected a shark and we... See, <laughs> the science teacher really came out there, didn't it? I got to cut some up. And no, 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 I no. no okay. I, I, just, I had I had an expert. No, okay. <laughs> you, but you knew what you were looking at, at least, yeah. right? Okay. 
Yeah. So that, yeah, and I, I'm just, I guess that was kind of my thought is, you know, um, I love museums. You know, personally, I like to go. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is is I love going to just, and I'm going much bigger scale, but I love when I go to Washington, D.C. Those, they're, they're free. You know, they're, they're out, and you just walk in, you know, mm -hmm. and you can lose yourself for days if you wanted to mm. in one of those places. So um, are you finding um, people still have that passion and love to come to museum? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they really do. Well, you just made my day. I mean. <laughs> sharing that. I feel like, okay, there's a little redemption in this in the world yet. Yeah. I mean, even before I worked in a museum, my grandkids loved to go to museums. Right. They would they would do that over anything mm -hmm. when we were on vacation. Yeah. It's like, is there a museum? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think that's that's still there. I mean, right. because it kind of takes you back into different civilizations, and it's, it's a cool thing. And it gives you a different experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it gives you a different experience to experience a history or... Yeah. Or all those different things that you've already mentioned. Yeah, you learn about things that aren't around anymore, but used to be. And, and in a way that you couldn't maybe have, you know, better mm -hmm. understand and appreciate it from that, right? Yeah. On. So of all the things that you've mentioned, uh, what's your favorite? Oh, well, I have to say, I am I put you, I know, I know. <laughs> really hard. Yeah, that was unfair. Um, well, I do love doing the, the No Child Left Inside. That, okay, what that is, is this? What so is so much fun. Okay, what is No Child Left Inside? So uh, it's, it's a, a program that brings parents of preschoolers and their kids out into the natural areas around Pocatello. Okay. Um, we go to Edson Victor. Cherry Springs and Sacagawea okay. Park, yes. and um, and it's it's just trying to connect the kids to nature and the parents to nature, and I get to go out and play for a few hours out there. <laughs> get a little dirty. Some and... days it's really hard to come back because we do it on a Friday, and by afternoon it's like, oh, I just want to stay here. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. Right. but uh, and and you know you're working with preschool kids who are just absolutely adorable, but. <laughs> Um, we, we do a, a little science activity that's a, a nature science activity, and we'll have a theme for that program day. For instance, last week it was what lives under the, under the ground, and we had worms, and the kids got some live worms to play with. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that didn't like live worms got a gummy look. Good gummy worm. <laughs> right on. <laughs> But, um, Which yeah. feel worse, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm not a gummy worm guy. No. So it's like I always, I've always loved the outdoors, and I just I I just love bringing people, you know, into these different places because even Pocatello is a very outdoor community. Yes, sir. <laughs> but there are a lot of people who don't even know that we have those things so close by, and um, you know, like Cherry Springs and Sacramento. Right. So what's, yeah, talk to me about them. Why are these places so special? <laughs> well, um, each in a different way. Um, Sacagawea is right. right in Pocatello. Right. And yet, you know, you, you've got this nice natural area along the river. Uh, sometimes we see deer there. Uh, we've seen beaver and right ducks are always there. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and, and so having that. So, right. yeah, there's this, this natural area that's, right there in Pocatello. Mm -hmm. um, Cherry Springs, my goodness, you you know, you're right on the the road, but you don't even know it because there's all these trees that kind of cover it up and 
And so you you feel like you're walking in the forest, which you are. Right. But, <laughs> but, but forest, but not a mini forest right. that's only 20 minutes right. from campus. Right. <laughs> right. Very cool. And um, and that's in Victor. It has a lot of potential. It needs some trees to grow up, but I mean, they they have a pond. They have, mm-hmm. they're they're doing all sorts of things with native um, habitat restoration there. Um, they even have a swimming area for dogs. So, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't until I didn't, a few months ago either. Right on. That is kind of cool. Labrador. So the the, the the mission of No Child Left Inside. Yeah. Is really exactly what you're just explaining. Yeah. Is out interact and mm-hmm. to see what is out there and that it isn't about being and, inside. And uh, there's there's studies that show that being in nature really helps with a lot of things. It makes you healthier, it emotionally and physically. Um, it helps with attention deficit. It um, helps you use your senses so that you know you rediscover your sense of smell and your sense of hearing and <laughs> all of those. So it's it's very beneficial to people. And, and then there's the other thing that if you don't know about nature, then you don't care about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so introducing children when they're really young to it, um, they right. know what it's like and, and they can start to care about it. Right on. So this runs No Child Left Inside starts? Yeah, we usually start in maybe the end of April. Okay, and it runs And through. we do it first and third Friday um, through September. Okay, and, and how does... And we may do an October one, depending, <laughs> depending on right, weather, yeah. Right. It's, what did I say earlier? It's it, No Child Left Inside until there's six so feet of snow on the ground. Cold. Right, right. <laughs> No, it's 15 below. And then let's get it. But no, you mentioned too, there's things to do outside. So you guys mm-hmm. might, you were talking about possibly having a winter activity too. Yeah. And, and in the winter, we change it to STEM learning for littles. And they come in and we do science experiments with preschool like science experiments. Right. And um, they have some active, hands on activities and okay. stuff too. So, how do parents find out about all this stuff? And how does that? Um, well, we have a newsletter. Um, they can go to our website, which is, which is <laughs> isu.edu slash I-M-N-H. I-M-N-H, Idaho Museum of Natural History. <laughs> right on. And they can subscribe to your newsletter um, yeah. there, too? Okay. Um, they can call me. Can I get my phone number? Please. <laughs> All right. And, um... Yeah, those are, and we also have a Facebook page. So if you are on the Facebook page, we announce the events all the time. Very good. So just get on there, like you guys on Facebook, get the natu- uh, the updates and all that kind of good stuff too. All right, very cool. So going back, I, I guess um, kind of for me, one of the reasons too I was interested to bring you on is, is you guys do have quite a presence in the community, right? I mean, as far as, and you're with ISU, right? <laughs> yes. And, and yet your main mission, I, I, can I say, isn't ISU? It's really, what is the main mission of the museum? Well, Let's just start there before I make a real You know, we're, we're really part of ISU. You are ISU. <laughs> I, I'm not to dig But we also have the, the uh, mission to... Um, take care of all of the natural history items in Idaho. So we are the museum. We're the natural history museum for Idaho. That's cool. That and is cool. That, right. that is probably our main mission. 
but um, we want to have a presence for all of Idaho because we are the Natural History Museum for all of Idaho. You're the only one. So we do try to reach out to all of that, too. Very cool. But, you know, we really want to make use of, of all of the great things that we have here at ISU, you know, and, and we have people from the biology department who work with us, from the chemistry department, physics, all of those departments. So, um, you know, that we so work did, with and that work with us. <laughs> so it just enhances, really, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I didn't mean to imply that you weren't part of ISU. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would say, I guess I should have asked that better, was in you explain that, is your real mission is you are the Natural Museum of Idaho. Mm -hmm. And you're here on ISU and you have a, available to all the resources that I, mm -hmm. to make that experience better and better. Uh, yeah. more influential or whatever for the people come in very cool very cool now so uh i asked you what your favorite one is right and mm -hmm. i asked you that where your history is a little bit and i kind of an idaho girl and oh that's it that's it i'm gonna hit that we have argued several times on the show by the way about getting a real timer instead of using our phones uh -huh. what do you think should we use a real kitchen timer? <laughs> Say yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, see, I told you. We should get a real kitchen timer. No questions, guys. This is what we know. What's your favorite exhibit right now? Oh, that's a hard one. Or your favorite all-time exhibit, or both. <laughs> well, I do like the bus house sharks. I was I was partial to the exoplanets exhibit because I'm really into astronomy and <laughs> and it was only here a really short time and it was just a little exhibit but I like that <laughs> had a lot of fun stuff in it um, I don't know and I, I do love the um, Arctodromius that the that was uh, made by the kids last year and i'm looking forward to the lion that they're putting together for this year so so by the way yes i don't is it uh free admission right um, it it's free admission for students at isu okay it's paid admission outside of that okay. um and what are your hours and our hours are uh, changing. <laughs> I am really bad on our hours. Um, I don't even know our phone number. So just uh... <laughs> from, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we are ten till five. Monday, or not Monday. We're always closed on Monday. Um, Tuesday through Friday, we're ten to five. Saturday, we're nine to five. And Sunday, we are noon to five. Oh, so you're open on Sunday? Yeah. Okay. And well, I think I may have messed that up. I think it might have been six, actually. So <laughs> it is still six. I do want to get this so we get officially on. Virginia, thank so you for coming on our podcast. You're welcome. And, and uh, we are very excited to have you on the show. And thank you for the information. I learned a lot about the museum today. Well, I hope more. I hope you, you know, more kids should be doing this. No kid left inside. Thing. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it was fun. Right. My mom must have uh, uh, um, believed in that philosophy because I remember always growing up, you know, the minute summer hit, you got your bowl of cereal, your little piece of toast, and then get outside. And then that was... I definitely yes. that too. <laughs> thank you. And, and Continuing education, workforce training, SWEET, is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs. 
We understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is c-e-train.isu.edu. Or call us at 208-282-3372.